The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk. I'm here. Oh, God, I fell asleep, man. Lucky you go. <laughs> well, someone's got to keep you on your toes. Yeah. Well, well, we got a guest again. Uh, look glad to have you there. Yes, sir. I'm here, James. How you doing? Yeah, yeah, back then we had a prophet. Chris, we had a prophet. The prophet. You there? That's right. You must have fell asleep watching that Eagles game. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I already had to deal with Wayman, you know, so now I got to deal with you on this. But it's all good. It's all good. I got to hear it. Um, I apologize and thank you guys for calling in. Man, I was out like a... I guess I'm working too hard. I guess I got to take a day off. But anyway, we got to get started, you know, Wayman and Nate and um, Chris and the Prophet. You know, I got to call them Prophet. That's right. We got to start off again, you know, Wayman and um, Abe and Chris um, Dallas. You know, Abe on here. Uh, I think I had to concede to uh, Wayman, you know, Abe today and yesterday and told him, Dallas, if they don't go to the Super Bowl, it's another lawsuit for them. They need to get rid of somebody. What do you guys think, Wayman and Nate? Uh, yeah, I, I think, uh, honestly, if they don't go and win, uh, they get they got something seriously wrong. You know, I mean, as far as, it's, as, as things are going now, uh, you know, I, I think I think they they're, they'd be a... a, a a good contender to uh, to make it to the to the Super Bowl and uh, and possibly even win. Uh, you know that's my that's my hope for them. I mean they're playing great. They got uh, a decent running game. Uh, Dak Prescott, he's he's a phenomenal quarterback. You know the only thing I think that they could do uh, to to foul that all up is, is possibly uh, put Tony Romo in, but. Uh, as far as I know, that's a, that's a coaching decision that they have to make. Uh, and, and as far as I know, he's, he's ready to go. He's, he's ready to play. Uh, I've seen some videotape of him uh, uh, throwing the ball uh, just today, and he looked, he looked like he was, he was on it, like he was sharp, ready to go. But, uh, you know, time, time will, uh, will only tell on that situation. So until that happens... You know, I think uh, I think like I said, if they just keep going like they're going, uh, things uh, good things will come to them. So, Wayne, I think only the three-headed monster 
can destroy Dallas. I don't think anything external can really affect what Dallas is doing. I think uh, Jerry Jones obviously can can put his finger in the works. Tony Romo, I've heard today, uh, started saying that he's he's ready to play and he's going to start taking scout team reps. <clears throat> and then you hear, um, what's the name of the receiver? Des Bryant start to say how good Tony Romo looks and the zing on the ball. And I'm sure what he's trying to do is influence uh, Dak Prescott to get him the ball more. Because Dak Prescott has continued to, I mean, he's revitalized uh, Jason Witten. He's probably had his best game. If you watched any of that Cleveland game, he's had his best game in a long time. He's continuing to um, utilize the other receivers that he has on the team, Terrence Williams, um, I forget the little slot receiver that they have. Oh, Beasley. The one person, yeah, the one person that he hasn't made a great connection with up to this point is Des Bryant. And if you also watch that game, how demonstrative he was, how frustrated he was. He wants to get his peace. And I think only through selfishness can Dallas be brought down. Dak Prescott is not a selfish person. He spreads the ball to whoever's open. Um, whether that be running backs, tight ends, slot receiver, whoever's open is getting the ball. And and that may mean less Des Bryant, but Des Bryant doesn't like less Des Bryant because now no one is talking about him. They're talking about the two rookies. And he's he's that's not going over very well with him. So um I'm hoping that continues now. I'm I'm hoping Dallas destroys itself from within because I think they are far and above any other team in the NFC. Maybe Seattle close second, but they're far and above anybody else in that conference, I think, right now. What do you think, Chris? Well, I, I agree that they that, that only they themselves can, can kill themselves on their chances of even getting to the playoffs. However, one thing you got to look at their schedule. They have their second half of their season is one of the toughest schedules that any team has. So there's a lot of teams that are, that are, that are going, coming for them. They're prepping for them, so they got some tough defenses out there that they're going to be facing. You know, they got, I, I know a lot of people don't think the Steelers, but the Steelers are tough. The Ravens have a tough defense, and, and we know, we, we know, Wayman, the Redskins have a tough defense. They got to face the Giants. You know, they got the Lions, they got the Eagles at the Eagles. I don't care what you say, Eagles are still tough. They have a good defense at home. Um, they, they got a tough second half. Yeah, but I mean, and, I mean, and I hate Dallas winning, and they know that you know Chris. But you know, you got to look at that NFC. I mean, Minnesota falter. I mean, um, Eagles. You know, we I didn't know they'd make play, but I thought they'd do. I mean, they'll do eight games. You know, we always get my lunch. But you know, there's nobody in the NFC to beat Dallas. I mean, Dallas is. I mean, even with even if Tony come back, I mean, I know. It don't make no difference. I mean, Dallas is playing good ball right now. They, I mean, Green Bay is just horrible. New Orleans horrible. I mean, Seattle is just barely winning. They should have lost the other night. I mean, and you got to look at, you know, um, Carolina. Um, who's there to beat in Dallas over there, guys? I mean, See, think about and, it. And that's I mean, what I'm, like that's what I'm saying. State. I think it's, it's attitude. Uh, uh, he's inspired that fan base. He's inspired the team. Look, look! all you got to do is look at Jason Witten. 
it's like he's a completely different player than he has been the last three or four years. He has re-energized that fan base. He has that team believing. Obviously, he has the owner believing. He has us talking about it on sports talk radio shows, which has not been happening. Um, so he exudes a confidence. Uh, you don't expect Dallas to lose. You don't expect him to let down even when he makes mistakes. You still expect Dallas to win the game no matter what happens now when that definitely wasn't the case with Tony Romo, even with the defense being a little suspect. But you even have that defense being playing better inspired, I think, by that quarterback. Right. You're right. You agree with that, Wayman? I mean, um, eight. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more with that. You know, I mean, uh, uh, I, what did I see? Somebody was holding up a sign in one of the games that said, uh, Dak Prescott, uh, make America's team great again. So, uh, you know, I think that's where they're headed. And uh, here, here's some interesting, interesting facts about uh, Dak Prescott. Now, uh, they're, they're going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers coming up. Uh, and, uh, and I don't know if everybody, anybody remembers. But in 2004, Ben Roethlisberger, he made his uh, NFL debut, and he took over for uh, Tommy Maddox, and who uh, uh, got injured. Uh, he lost his first game as well as uh, Dak Prescott, and uh, then he went on to go 15-1. and one. And, uh, and then he took him, uh, went and played for the AFC Championship. So, you know, uh, I, I think he's, you know, Dak Prescott is, is headed down uh, – a, a similar path there, and uh, all he he needs to do is uh, just keep focus and uh, keep playing like he's playing and, and get the job done. Uh, I mean, I mean, if you look at it, I mean, and we look at it, we talk Raymond and, and Abe and Chris, and we talk about quarterback. You know, um, when Zach Zach was playing the Eagles. You know, the Eagles figured them out. They still lost that game. That was all on Philly. But, I mean, yeah, look at overall. It's the Cowboys overall playing good. I mean, running back, you know, defense. I mean, I kind of agree with Wayman. Um, Whitman took another role. I mean, that. it used to be Romo Whitman all the time. Romo Whitman. Now everybody getting the ball, you know, and they didn't need that Bryant. He was hurting. They were still winning, so. I don't know, I just think um, you got to look at our overall team and there's no injuries and, you know, no injuries, you know, bad. But that's, that's how, when you look at the football season, it's the second half of who's not injured that wins it. Am I right, guys? There, there's, there's, there's a lot to that. There's a lot to what you just said on that, you know, as far as the injuries go. Oh, yeah, I think in, injuries could, could potentially... Uh, slow them down. See, and, and, but that's the thing. You're not you're not exposing your quarterback to a lot of hits. Um, Dak Prescott is is very smart. Um, you don't see him running, and when he does, it's very controlled. He gets down. He's not trying to run people over. Um, you know, don't, uh, Romo got hurt in the preseason <clears throat> um, running the ball. You don't see Dak Prescott doing that. Where potentially you could see an injury, I could see Ezekiel Elliott flaming out a little bit because of his his running style. I mean, he's hurdling people. He's 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 taking every attempt he can 
to run somebody over, and, and whether you do that or not, <clears throat> and, um, you know, love, love can attest to this, I don't care if I knock somebody out or, or they knock me out, that's still stress on your body, and eventually that catches up with you, especially in a 16-game season and beyond into the playoffs. But as far as quarterback, I think they're set. Now, the Cowboys would be smart to leave Tony Romo on that bench, and just in case something freak happened or something happened, because anything can happen in the NFL, you do have a quality backup that can come in and replace him. But right now, he's protecting his body. He's protecting the ball. You know, in Cleveland, they took him out. They took uh, Ezekiel Elliott out. You got the Redskins, former running back, second team in Dallas. You got different pieces that you can put in and give your team some rest for the home stretch of the playoffs. So I think, unfortunately, that Dallas is in pretty good shape. Yep, I think you're right. So since we're talking about quarterbacks, let's talk a little bit about Cam Newton, what's been going on with him. You know, he's been speaking out about the hits he's been receiving this season and the refs not calling some of the more violent violent ones. Uh, Cam doesn't get superstar quarterback treatment. Do you think there's some truth to this, Abe? Well, you know, uh, late a late hit's a late hit. Uh, you know, uh, I, I think you know. Honestly, I think that the, the league could do, you know, potentially do more to to try to, you know, keep uh, players from getting injury, injured. Injured, uh, you know, and maybe that's that's one thing that they could uh, do a little bit better job. Uh, of, but, uh, you know, that, that has to deal with the officiating. And, uh, so, you know, uh, it, it seems like a lot of times there's a lot of inconsistencies with that, you know? Uh, but, you know, I was thinking about it the other day and I'm thinking, well, why is that, you know? And it's all, it's all because of perspective, you know? And just because somebody sees it from one angle, what another person sees from another angle could be a totally different thing. So, uh, I think that has a lot to do with it, you know. Um, but uh, you know, it is it is a contact sport. Uh, these guys are out there; they're they're playing hard. They're they're going a hundred percent, and it's a, it's a physical game. And you know, these these guys know what they signed up for, you know. So I mean, that's that's the other side of it. But uh, you know, injuries happen. You know, and unfortunately, that's the unfortunate part of the game. And, uh, you know, we don't like to see it for anybody, but uh, it does happen. And uh, so, you know, anything that I think that they can do to to try to minimize that is a good thing. Women? There's definitely some disparity in, uh, in how Cam Newton is treated compared to any other quarterback in the NFL. I mean, we, we, we've made rules in the NFL about going low on quarterbacks because it put Brady out for a season. So you're not supposed to be able to do that. I mean, it, it, we have a rule called the Brady rule where if you go low and crawl up on a quarterback's legs, that's a penalty. That's applied to everyone. It's not applied to Cam Newton. I don't know if you guys saw the Rams game. He got he got punched in the mouth. Literally punched in the mouth. There was no flag thrown. 
um, they, they admit they missed two more calls. But around the league, they said with Cam Newton in mind, other teams are getting penalized because you know that Cam Newton just now raised a stink, but Cam Newton is still not getting the call. So I think there's, there's two things going on. The referees are a little ticked off that Cam Newton has called them on the carpet, so they still refuse to throw flags in his game on one end of it. And two, it emboldens defenses. Defenses know when they play Cam Newton, they can hit the quarterback, they can Denver. You have a fine. When you played the first game of the season, you, you, you're, you have concussed Cam Newton by helmet-to-helmet to, helmet to contact. And those calls are not getting made on. How do, how do you do that? How do, how do we not see helmet-to-helmet contact? We as fans have all looked at these games and said, come on, man, let them play. But when it comes to helmet-to-helmet, that is a very clear-cut line, and somehow that is still not even being applied to Cam Newton. You can punch him in the face in front of referees, and it's still not being called. There is a serious issue going on. Um, I can't really speak on necessarily what the reasons are, but, but there's, there's something going on there. Well, this is what we're going to do. we got to take a break. We're going to come back. Uh, I'm going to comment on that, on Wayman. You and Abe need to be real with that. You know, I think you both work on that, though. So. Uh, this is James, Chris, uh, Abe, and the Prophet. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, your host, Loving That Sports Talk. Call host me there, Chris. I'm here. Well, Chris, we got eight Dallas player, you know, a Cowboy fan. You that eight? Yeah, I'm here. And we got the Prophet, Wayman. He said you the Prophet. You the Prophet, Wayman? Uh, man, I'm telling you every week, and it's coming true. <laughs> Except? Well, I want to comment on that with y'all talking about Cam Newton. You guys need to be real with this. Remember a couple of years when um, uh, 
Michael Vick with the Eagles, and he was crying about the same thing. He like they not giving me calls, you know. And they talk about he's a running back when he got. Cam problem is, is Cam when he had that season last year when he was fifty one. Cam was showing out, you know. Every time he do something, he get up and do that Superman or point, you know. It's the same thing when T.O. used to do all that. Teams get tired of that and refs get tired of that. So now you got a bounty after you. So everything you do, you know, you're not going to get every call or every hit or something because you were showing off making everybody look bad. That's the thing going on with Cam, you know. Yeah, he's not getting some calls, but when he was doing that stuff all last year, you know, running around the field and doing all like that, people get tired of that and, team, you know, other teams. So that's half of that, you know. And, and we all cracked it. I was the same thing with Michael with, with the Eagles. He run the ball, and he wasn't getting the call. They hitting him all out of bounds late. You know, same thing. And um, I think we were watching a game that night, Chris, and um, Russell Wilson was running the ball. He slid. You like, oh, why he'll slide? That's what you're supposed to do. You're not trying to do like Cam that run people over. You're a quarterback. Get down on the ground. Get your little three or four yard, whatever you're going to get, and get down slide. They can't touch you. So, that's my thing, guys. You guys don't agree with that, do you? I don't. I mean, look look at, and, and let's just be honest. If Aaron Rodgers takes off out of the pocket, if someone did to him what they do to Cam Newton, they are going to be fined massively. I remember last year when, when, um, <clears throat> uh, What's his name? I just now said his name. Uh, the quarterback for Green, Aaron Rodgers, when he threw that Hail Mary miraculous, miraculous throw versus Rodgers. Detroit to win the game, yeah. the play before that, they called um, a personal foul on Detroit, which gave Green Bay one last shot. Now, in the replay, it turned out he didn't get helmet-to-helmet contact. But they are so cautious with certain quarterbacks in the league that they gave him a personal foul, or they they had a personal foul going Green Bay's favor when it even when it wasn't even one. Cam Newton is literally getting punched in the mouth, and they're not. I don't care if you're a running quarterback. I don't care if you run anyone over, um, or any of those things. D- did the same thing happen to Steve Young? No. Did the same thing happen to Mariota, who's kind of a running quarterback, or Kaepernick? We don't even let people who run the ball at an exceptional rate get the type of punishment that Cam Newton gets. Okay, he can run the ball. That's part of the NFL. That's in the rules. But what's also in the rules is that there's no helmet-to-helmet contact. You're not supposed to be able to punch someone in the face. You're not supposed to be able to contact someone in the head with your helmet or anything else. And somehow we can see it and the referees aren't calling that. Either the rules are the rules or throw them out. You can't just apply rules to one to one team, one quarterback, and not applying to someone else. How many times have I seen Aaron Rodgers run and, and and do the Lambo leap? He's taunting and doing double checks on the field, just like Cam Newton. Why is it okay for Aaron Rodgers to discount double check teams, taunt teams, laugh at teams, make commercials about it, and somehow it's different with Cam Newton? Why? It shouldn't be, and it, it's very hypocritical of the NFL to continue to let this happen when you're jeopardizing somebody's health. Cam Newton's already been concussed and had to miss a game because of it. I agree with that eight. 
I think I think he's right, but I think it still goes back to the officiating, you know, and the inconsistencies that are there. You know, I've, I've watched uh, Denver play, and uh, it seems like every time I turn around watching those games, uh, it looks to me like uh, Von Miller is getting held on any number of, of plays, and the, and it doesn't seem like they they call those uh, penalties. You know, very often, or, or, uh, but uh, you know, it, it, like I said, the inconsistencies are are, are uh, uh, pretty bad. You know, and uh, I, I think they they, uh, they need to look at doing a little bit better job of of trying to to uh, narrow that down. You know, Abe, I'm so well, glad you brought this up. James, did you want to talk something else about that? Well, which one? Where are you going to go with it? Well, I'm going to talk about the the officiating. Yeah, I just want to say that. Go ahead, Chris. Okay, so, Abe, yes, I'm glad you brought that up because that was my next question. And, yes, there seems to be a lack of uh, consistency when it comes to officiating the NFL. Some people are criticizing the NFL for not making the refs full-time as other sports do. However, the worst thing is the referees have constant verbal communication with the NFL's officiating department. We understand that most of the errors are or poor judgment, but when the cause is administration of games, this can bring suspensions. Uh, so, so what do you guys think the NFL has to do in order to clean up these officiating errors? I know it will never have a perfect game. I, I get that. But there, there's some horrible, horrible errors that they're doing. So, Abe, what do you think they need to do? Well, I, you know, I, I think they should have, uh, you know, they should have more uh, full-time officiating, you know, that... Uh, People that are consistently there on a regular basis, you know, uh, uh, doing these games and uh, you know, making sure that they're you know aware of of, of the rules and and uh, making sure that they're enforcing them. I mean, you, you can't uh, you can't officiate a game from uh, instant replay. You know, if that were the case, they'd be looking at every single play that that, that happens. You know, and then trying to to uh, sort something out from it, but uh, you know, it is it, it, it's got they've got to do something to to try to to make it better, you know. Uh, and I, I don't know, I don't know if that would help, but you know, having a, a consistent uh, team of refs that that are in there uh, on a regular basis, that you know, to me, sounds like or I would think would be. Uh, 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 somewhat of a remedy to that. Yeah. Wayman, what do you think? I want to hear what Wayman got to say, then I want to say something. Go ahead, Wayman. I think that uh, what they need to do, like they do sometimes in college, is, <clears throat> um, you know, and they do grade the referees from week to week. Um, if and, and, and I don't know how they grade them, but... <clears throat> If you miss something egregious, like that Seattle-Buffalo game where you miss a roughing the kicker call or something like that, you don't get to work. Um, and, and I think you need to put pressure on these referees. Now, it's not undue pressure. We all have jobs that we go to, and if we don't perform in our job, they don't keep letting us come back to continue to make the same mistake. If you are not performing at an adequate level in your job, you need to be replaced. And to me, that would make the game a lot better. 
I guarantee you the consistency of the calls would go up. I guarantee you that these referees would care more about getting calls correct the first time. Um, and I'm not saying because holding is subjective. Um, and, and they say, and it's true, there's some holding that goes on on every play. Um, there's probably a little bit of passive interference that goes on, you know, um, on both sides of the ball every play. James is a receiver. I was taught as a DB, receivers can't use their hands. Well, if James couldn't use his hands, there's no way he's getting off of press coverage. And if I didn't hold James a little bit, there's probably no way I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay with someone that is just as fast, if not a little faster than me on every route. There are certain things in the NFL that you cannot regulate, but there are some things that are so egregious that if you do not do them and cannot do them, you should not be allowed to work consistently. And I think if you started doing that like they do, um, I don't know if you all are familiar with college football, but Oklahoma State lost to Central Michigan, and um, it, it turned out it was the wrong call. Well, that whole officiating crew got suspended. Um and they're not able to work ball games. Do something like that, and I guarantee you the quality of what they do goes up. Uh, yeah, we are talking about fishing. One, we got to look at it as humans. We got to make errors. Two, you're not a layman. Abe, you, everybody know, if you got Dallas playing New England in a big game, and it's, it's three seconds left, and women go down there and pass in me, then you want to make that call. You don't want to be the goal of that. I'm saying, you know, he made that call, it changed the game. So you ever see that in game. Ref do not want to be the one that makes that crucial call, which they should. I mean, look at that Atlanta game. It wasn't Seattle. And um, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the corner. Yeah. Just got his yeah. Sherman. Yeah. Um, interfered with um, Green. That was totally, but that was at the end of the game. Nobody want to be the one to make that tough call to end. No ref, they don't care. Two, these refs are only part-time. I talked to Chris about that. You know, they make two, $300,000 a year, part-time. So everybody crying, you know, and then everybody's thing was, you know, I listened to Chris Carter today, you know, and Shannon Sharp, the league, the owners don't want to pay another $2 million off to make them full-time. That's crazy. But uh, they'll be a full-time. It still don't matter. They still want to make those calls, not make those calls. I guarantee you. Being full-time is not going to make them. They might, you know, be there, you know, might know the rules are different. Like, with that game with Seattle and Buffalo night, they didn't know the rules of that kicker being hurt and the bad to make them let go out. But it's not going to stop them from not making no crucial call because nobody wants to be the GOAT. It's like three seconds in the game. Abe don't want to shoot the ball. Wait, you want to shoot the ball. Only one person wants to shoot it because if you miss, you're going to be the GOAT of that game, you know. And you make it, yeah, you're the hero, but... That ref don't want to be that one, and it's going to still be the same way. I don't care what we do, make them full-time, part-time, full and a half and that's why I said, And that's why I said there needs to be some repercussion. As a referee, am I concerned with not wanting to make a call at a crucial point in the game, whether it's the right call or not, or getting it right? And it should be about getting it right. I understand what you're saying, and I agree. Nobody wants to make a call that's going to be a game-changing um, game-altering call, depending on what time what time it is in that particular game. Same thing happens in basketball, where they say, you know, in those la- in that last minute, you're probably going to get away with a foul that you might not get away with 
in the first few minutes of a game because a ref doesn't want to make the right call. But ultimately, if it's the right call, it's the right call. And we need to get to a point where referees are not afraid to do that. And one of the ways I suggest is, is, is by not allowing them to make that extra money in the playoffs and the Super Bowl and everything that they cherish. You know what? You're off the list. This is the second time you've refed a game where a quarterback has got hit in the head and you've not thrown a flag. You won't be allowed to work any playoff games, no Super Bowl games, and see how much more the quality increases. When your job, like you said, if I if I can make if I'm working a part time job and I'm making uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars from it, and now I can't because of, of errors that I'm making and and me not having attention to detail in my job, I guarantee you that that's one thing that'll change that. You take money out of anybody's pocket, I guarantee you the quality increases. Before you answer, hey, I want to say something. Wait a minute. If you keep doing that to spin the ref, you ain't have nobody ref because if you look at the ref, and I've just been paying attention, basically it's the same ones ref in the game. So you ain't got that many to get to that level. You know no, what I'm they saying? Have, they, they have a pool of replacement refs. You remember that Green Bay-Seattle game a while back, which, which got those replace, replacement refs gone. The NFL said, we're not going to negotiate with these referees. We'll use these replacement refs. And as soon as it affected a game and the quality of what they were doing, they got those regular refs back in the game. And that's what I'm talking about. You hold these people accountable. They have people that are alternates and ready to go. And you make sure you have a pool of people that are ready to go, that are trained to go. And if you're not doing your job, just like if you don't do your job today and do what you're supposed to do and, 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 and you constantly are calling in sick, they're going to replace you. And, and so why can't you do that in the NFL? If you're not doing what you're supposed to do, next person up. And I guarantee you that gets their attention. You agree with that, eight? Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, you know, uh, it, they, they got to get these calls right. They, they got to, you know, uh, they got to get it down to where it's, you know, they're, they're making the right calls and they're making them when, you know, at the right times. Uh, you know, it just, you know, especially, you know, like we were talking about earlier, especially when it's, it's a safety issue, you know, I think that's the most important part, you know, uh, as far as getting the, the safety part of it uh, right. Because, you know, uh, when, when you go to work, what's your, your first and foremost uh, duty, safety? You know, you, you, you want to work safely, you know, you want to be safe at work. And and I don't think it should be any different for for the for the NFL, you know, uh, keeping keeping the players safe and, and and making sure they're making the right calls when they when they need to make them. Well, if you you won't agree with that, Chris. I that, well, I, I I believe in in part of that because there was there was that uh, one sports show there where they were talking about having a a a, a, a another you know NFL league. Uh, uh, um, I can't remember what they what they call it. anyway. Where they where the the refs go there and you know they they know that they know the rules and and then they draw from that pool of of those refs and uh, they're able to to do that. So there's there's they need to do something because there's just way too many errors, more egregious errors than they've had in ever. So and and it's affecting it's affecting the outcome of games. You know, for instance, you know the the 
Monday night game, you know, between Seattle and, and Buffalo. That was huge, huge error that they made, and that that I, I believe it, it may have may have affected the the outcome of the game. Well, to me, I mean, it did because if you if you make that field goal, and, and of course well, it's if, all if, they, if they'd have gotten the fifteen yards, they'd have been a lot closer, and he probably would have made the field goal. Yes, he made if, he made fifty three yarder there, and then at the end of the game, they're not down by six, but only three. Then at minimum, you you have a tie ball game or overtime because um, Buffalo doesn't need to score a touchdown at the end of that game. They're only down right. three as opposed to the six that they were down, and they had to score a touchdown. So. It, it definitely is getting, in my opinion, to the point where you're affecting the quality of the game. I just don't agree because you're trying to say they're not going to make mistakes. And if they make mistakes, they say, that's what a person that works. If I keep messing up and, and, and open up a bag of chips every other um, box every week or something, y'all, I got to get fired for that or get... Suspended? No, that's just something no. that, that that happened, you know. Because we no. all in prison. And, and I'm not saying that. Yeah, you might, you might, you might break open a couple of bags of chips a week. That's fine. But but wreck the truck twice, or 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 lose cases and cases of chips, where where you're affecting the bottom line, and it's affecting the NFL's bottom line. Viewership is down. Yeah. Um, and, and players are talking about it. Drew Brees just now came out and talked about it. Um. Where, where where you have a heavy-handed front office with Goodell being judge, jury, and executioner, you, you, you're you missing, I mean, your national product. You know, imagine, love, if you're driving that truck down the, down the road on I-25 and, and you have your big boss following you and, and, and you're listening to, um, you're, you're changing the station on the radio and you get in a wreck. Well, well you, you make that analogy, this is your prime um, product, the NFL, Monday Night Football, the night in, in, in the nation where everyone is watching, and you make a mistake like that, that everyone can see. And then you, on top of it, don't allow Buffalo, you stand over the ball until there are only four or five seconds left and give them a delay of game penalty. I mean, you can't have errors like that. Like I said, in every NFL game, there's pass interference both ways that's missed. There's holding calls that are subjective. Nobody's complaining about, you know, Abe talked about um, Von Miller getting held. That's going to happen. It, it happens to everybody on every team. And because he's a star player, you might spotlight that more than you see it in, 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 on some other people. But, but the, the defensive linemen get held probably on every play to some extent, sure. That's not something I'm complaining about. But you can't make the type of errors that are being made on a consistent basis in the NFL and still say that you're giving me a quality product. Well, that's what we do. We'll take another break. Then we'll come back. I think Chris got questions. I know we ain't want to talk about my Eagles, but I want to get into just real quick, uh, talk to you guys about um, Tyler Carpenter, the kicker from the um, Bill What comments she made. But we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. America Sports. If you think you've seen online TV before, 
Let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk. I think we lost Chris. Yeah. Well, we got Dave, Dallas, all the way Dallas, and then we got the prospect. Raymond, you guys still there? <laughs> yes, still here. Well, there was a comment I wanted to talk about before we get to my Eagles. I know Raymond waiting on that Abe, and I know you are too, Abe. But uh, um, the carpenter, the kicker that, um, uh, what's his uh, name? I can't think of his name. For, uh, Seattle. Was it Seattle? Yeah, this is the back to hit the kick. I can't even think of his name now. Oh, Sherman? Yeah, it was Sherman. Yeah, what's wrong with me? Sherman interfered on. So his carpenter, the kicker for Buffalo wife, made a tweeted a statement that when when on the farm, when a when somebody enraged like that, we we cow their balls and tie them up and they nothing but animals. Isn't that crazy? You know, just one, she called a grown man an animal, and what they do with people on the farm, by calling him an animal, they're enraged. You know, one, Richard Sherman was wrong. I mean, he shouldn't have called for roughing the kicker, pass all that. But if you look at it, that's football, you know? And for these wives to come out, you know, I've been in the stands where I sit with those wives, and they sitting up there and, you know, the players' wives, they running them off. You sit at home and sit down. You spend this money. You, it's your husband, yeah, I understand that. But make a comment public like that about, you know, this outrage. What do you guys think? Go ahead, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm looking at her. I'm looking at her tweet right, right now, so give me a second here. Uh, I think about eight. Uh, well, you know, it sounded to me like like she was upset uh, because he potentially could have got injured. Is that is that what I'm getting at? Well, she's upset, but hey, hey, so you tell me, you come home and you tell your wife something. You want to go up there and say, hey, Joe, blah, blah, 
that's not her place. Am I right? Well, you know, I, I don't know that, that, you know, I, I don't know that putting it out there for the whole world is necessarily her place. You know, uh, you know, maybe she should have just kept that conversation to, to just the two of them, you know, but, uh, you know, like I said, it sounded like she was upset about, you know, him potentially getting, getting injured. Right. Yeah, but you don't call no man an animal, and you know, come on, that's 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 you know. Yeah, that that sounds like a little little bit much there. You know, that's that's one thing. Coming on make statement like, oh, she she should have had a foul, and that wasn't right with it. But when you start going and degrading a grown man, you know, come on. Well, let, let me tell you this as, as, as a female and, and, and what would happen. I, I, I agree that, yes, she, she shouldn't have said the way she said it. There, there was a better way to say it and still get your point across. Um, but, you know, I, I, I still think that, that, you know, Sherman, Sherman did a, 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 a nasty hit. That was a nasty hit. And, and, yes, he could have injured Carpenter and took him out for the season or forever for that matter. And and that that's that's their bread and butter. And yeah. and, and, and he did hey, it on purpose. Yeah, that's how it works. Bread and butter. Call for me six six no, no. She's she, she she's defending she's defending her 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 husband. You don't but call she, she, you she, ain't she, on she that field playing way, football. Though. Shut your mouth and make those little wings at home. Shut up. That's what, that's what she should do. Mm-hmm. That's the same thing. Y'all remember when uh, the uh, receiver for New England wife came out and called that one guy. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Um, what she said is, I know what we do on the farm when a male can't control his rage, yeah. when he can't control his own rage. Act like an animal, get treated like one. And, and, and so, yeah, you, you definitely take things too far. I, I wouldn't have even had an issue with her defending her husband, calling Sherman nasty, but but to lessen a human being to an animal. Now it's, it's a violent sport. Sherman did something egregious, and he should be fined for it. Um, he 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 shook it off and, and acted like he didn't do anything when they interviewed him at the half. So should he get some some hate mail and some negative commentary coming his way? Of course. Should you call any human being less than that? Of course not. In today's day and age and the political climate that we're in, calling, and we'll just call it like it is, calling a black man an animal, whether she intended that with any racist undertones or not, that's immediately what people are going to jump on. So I definitely think she overstepped her bounds. Obviously, we want to protect our children, our husbands, our spouses, in any capacity, but at the same time, we understand that they play a public game in sport. Um, you know, imagine, once again, if we had Cam Newton's wife uh, calling out the Rams defenders for punching him in the face. No. And, 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 and I'm not saying you got to sit down and shut up, but there's, there are different venues for that. And, and doing that only deflects from, from what should have been happening which is Sherman taking heat, but now all of a sudden we're talking about um, Dan Carpenter's wife instead of talking about how dirty the hit was that Sherman made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't condone that. I don't condone what she said at all. I mean, 
but you, you, you got to look at it from her standpoint. It's a, it's a, an emotional uh, attachment that she has with her husband. And like uh, Chris was saying, that's her bread and butter, you know, and, and she wants to protect that. And, and, and we've all done it. You know, you get into an argument with your, your wife or your spouse or your significant other, and you say something that you don't, you know, necessarily mean or it comes out, you know, uh, sideways, like I like to uh, put it. But, uh, you know, uh, like I said, it, it doesn't make it right. And it, it probably should have been a, a conversation that, that wasn't such a wide spectrum, you know, yeah. uh on Twitter, you know, just out yeah. there for the whole world. Yeah, we, Love and I have a lot of conversations that we can't say on the, you know, repeat on the radio, let alone uh, we, we couldn't put on Twitter. Um, yeah. Now, we talk about each other bad uh, when we're off the air. Um, so, yeah, you know, Abe, you and your wife get in an argument, get in a fight, that's not on Twitter. Um, and, and you can come back the next day or, or, or in 30 minutes, and but... Uh, and, 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 you know, but she was, she, maybe she was joking. And she, she said she was raised on a farm and she was joking. But we don't have that on how about, how about this, Wayne? Uh, did she, did she uh, do any kind of retraction? Was there any uh, apology that she put out there? Does anybody no. know? She did. She, she apologized um, and she removed the tweet and, and whatnot. But I, I think that kind of speaks to probably what Love was saying where, it is an emotional game. It's an emotional sport. Uh, you know, my mom used to call me after games and whatnot, and she'd want to punch people in the head, and I saw what that person did to you, and they were twisting your ankles and, and everything else. And I'd be like, yeah, mom, you know, but you, you can't, you know, you can't run on the field. You can't make yeah. those type of, of comments. That's, that's, my, just part of that's my point, Wayman. I'm trying to make, and I understand Chris talking about bread and butter, but that bread and butter, you've already get fired and kicked off this team. Run your mouth. You know what I'm saying? You tell me if if, if I mess something and uh, I'm not getting no playing time, Chris run up there and tell the coach on Twitter, oh, he ain't blah, 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 he this and that, because I a bread but Now you're going to get me fired because Chris run up her mouth. She needs to stay out of this. Am I right, guys? Yeah, it yeah. happened. You got, got this whole uh, America hating this guy because of what she said. You know what I'm saying? What's his name? His name, uh, he's a defensive back. I think he plays with Tampa Bay now. He used to play with Miami. His last name is Grimes. And his wife kept getting on Twitter and talking about how the organization was treating him and he wasn't being paid uh, fairly. And, and they, they cut him. Yeah. I mean, he, fortunately, he's talented enough that he now plays on the Buccaneers. But, yeah, uh, and, and I forget his first name, but you can look it up. Grimes is his last name. He literally lost his job. As a cornerback in the NFL, because of the the comments yeah. his wife was making, Think and we all remember, this, we all remember thing, Curry's wife in the, in the big, NBA playoffs. But now she said big, she came out ran her mouth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she she got all that backlash. Yeah, you you you, you have to play your role. Sit at home, make those wings, and cut and set up. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying a wife should be home. I have one quick question for you. If you had to pick right now an MVP for the league, who would it be and why? Abe? Uh, I'm going to say Derek Carr. And just why? 
Uh, well, you know, he uh, he had that phenomenal game uh, a couple weeks ago where he he beat the uh, franchise record. What is it? Uh, 512 yards, I think it was, for a game. And uh, you know, I think he's come leap, leaps and bounds uh, as far as a quarterback. And uh, you know, uh, I think uh, he's got a, a long ways to go. And uh, he's. He, he just, he, he's just, uh, I, I think he's, he's a, a phenomenal quarterback. Okay. Yeah, that's something I wanted to, I wanted to talk about a little bit about the, the Oakland Raiders, so we'll hold it for next week. But, uh, Wayman, okay. uh, who do you think and why? Uh, you know what, I could, I could definitely jump on that Derek Carr bandwagon, so I think he's definitely deserving. Um, I would probably also put Matt Ryan um, because of statistically, he is far and beyond what anyone else is doing this year in the NFL. And then, and I'm probably going to choke when I say this, but probably third would be Dak Prescott. You, you talk about the MVP of a league. You, you, we're not taking into consideration that um, this is this guy's first year in the NFL. He is a rookie. Leading Dallas to a seven and one record, America's team. Tony Romo waiting in the wings, and all he does is continue to perform week in and week out. James, who would you say? I can't say nobody to that. Tell them I'm gonna see them still early. We ain't even hit the halfway point. We ain't hit the halfway <laughs> point I mean, yet. None of you guys said Tom Brady, even though he missed the first four games, but he's been just phenomenal. He's been on fire. I mean, no one, no one can touch him. That's Tom Brady and the team that they are. But you got to look at the second half. Who takes their team? It's going to be a different, you know, half. First oh, half. So I, I can't say nobody right now because I got to see the second half, the first four games. You know, the second half. Then you see who's really leading that team, and that's that's the the MVP to want to lead that team. You know, so Chris, I, I think no one said Tom Brady because I think they see it more as. And, and as much as we don't like to say it, uh, I think Tom Brady is, is very much a system quarterback. I mean, you had two other quarterbacks in that same system um, that, that only lost one game, and that was to Buffalo, um, you know, who, who also were first-time starters for that organization. So um, he probably doesn't get the credit he deserves uh, along with Belichick, but I think it's because they do it year in and year out and it's almost a systematic thing. It's hard to distinguish. It's hard to, you know, it's like Tim Duncan um, with with the Spurs. Uh, yeah. Well, guys, we got to close, but um, next week I won't fall asleep and then we'll have it going right. So I want to thank you guys again. Uh, Abe, the Prophet, and Chris. Be back next All right. week. All right. Have a good week, guys. All right. All right good week. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. 